0: Hello and welcome to a Growing Christians podcast. My name is Tyranny and on this podcast, I'm going to talk open and honestly about some of the struggles I've had on my walk with Christ in the hopes that someone out there can relate and not feel alone. So take a listen and let's grow together. Welcome back. Hope you guys had a great week. And I hope that everyone had a safe 4th of July weekend. In this week's episode, I want to touch on two topics that have been a struggle for me as of late hustle culture and social media. I feel as though we all know what social media is, it's all of the hundreds of platforms that you can download that involves you setting up an account. And interacting with other people on said platform. Examples being Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok are the main ones right now. But hustle culture could be a new-ish phrase for some of my listeners. So just to ensure that we are all on the same page for this episode, I'm going to provide a definition. Hustle culture, per Urban Dictionary, is the glorification of working very long hours in hopes of reaching one's professional goals while having a disregard for their health and relationships with loved ones. Late nights and early mornings, that's hustle culture. Another definition, it promotes the narrative that there is always more money to be made, a bigger title, a promotion to secure, and a higher ceiling to smash through. Rest is not an option now that the lord is like shifting my mindset and showing me more and more toxic areas and mindsets that i need to face i ended up coming face to face with these two this week i want to first make it clear that i don't think that quote unquote hustling or working hard or being on social media is the monster in of itself obviously i have a personal page i have my uh, podcast page but i think the mindset, and the pressure can be and has been very toxic and dangerous for my well-being and maybe yours too. So let's get into it. First up, hustle culture, like hashtag I don't get tired, I'll sleep when I'm dead, all that good stuff. The definition with Urban Dictionary and Google, I think one of the ways you can look at hustle culture is just describes the mindset of a very driven and work and goal oriented person, which I don't think that is a bad thing to work hard. I'm not promoting laziness. I believe in good work ethic and striving for your goals. My concern and my struggle has been when I begin to feel like physically and mentally exhausted. Whenever I start to feel myself kind of burn out, I get upset with myself. When there are days where I just want to sit on the couch and watch TV, which is, first of all, let me say, that's already rare because I'm not a TV movie person. But what I'm saying is the days where I just really just don't want to be doing much. I get this wave of, like, disgust over myself. Even if it's just for one day, I just want to do nothing. I get, like, super weird about it. This condemning voice in my head that's like, there's always something more you could be doing. You can rest later. And There have been times where I have like literally worked myself sick in the comfort of my own home because I just refuse to sit down and relax. Like the dishes can, they can't sit too long. The laundry needs to always be in the wash. I always need to be doing something productive, which is sad because I want to think of my home as a place of comfort and place to relax. But lately I've just been, I don't know. I just look at it as one big chore. Like there's always something to do. If my husband wants to sit and watch a movie or a show I'm like no I should probably do dishes and he'll be like you we don't have to do that right now like they're not going anywhere like I can do it later I was like no I should go ahead and do it right now and then an hour two hours don't got by now it's time to go to bed and I don't mean to be that way it's just you get the picture but that is more household oriented there are some people out there who are workaholics who cannot comprehend life without their work their career is life no time for friends, no time for family, no time for dating, no time for any kind of spiritual like church or anything like that. And, you know, maybe their job is just that demanding. And I, I know that there are some very demanding jobs out there. But for some, they have put their entire reason for being into their occupation. And a part of me thinks that that's dangerous because what would happen if they didn't have their work anymore? For some, it's detrimental. It's detrimental. I think there is a healthy way to balance personal life and work. I feel that we have been conditioned to believe that 18 to 12 hour work days are normal. Going hours without food or a nap is normal. Having hardly any off days is like praised. Like, oh yeah, I work like eight days out of the week. Yes, our body can do it. Our body can get very little sleep and still get up the next day and operate for hours and hours and hours on our feet in the field doing whatever it is yes our body can do it but the body keeps score and i learned this in college that we never get those hours back of rest that we lose never once it's gone it's gone and it will affect our health that is a proven fact there's nothing wrong with rest rest is biblical in genesis chapter 2 verse 2 through 3 by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Jesus told the Pharisees that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, Mark two twenty-seven, meaning that God doesn't want us to utilize the Sabbath as like a task that will make us or like a work that will make us more righteous or saved in his eyes because the only way to receive salvation is accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior and turning from your sins and repenting. But God understood the importance of giving us a day to reset spiritually, physically, mentally in order for us to function in our best way. So much so that it is one of the Ten Commandments. It's not a suggestion. Sabbath made for man, not man made for Sabbath for righteousness. Jesusfilm.org made a great observation on this topic. They said, creation has built in rhythms for rest. Plants have a natural cycle of production that includes a season of dormancy. Bees and ants harvest in specific periods. Bears have a hibernation schedule. But humans have the ability to work and produce outside of the created order. For instance, the creation of the electric light has made it possible for us to ignore the natural rhythm of the sun. We can work until the wee hours of the morning if we want. Jesusfilm.org also wrote, It's essential to recognize that God instituted the Sabbath before Adam and Eve ate the fruit in the garden. It wasn't a penalty. It wasn't a counteract, something broken by our disobedience. It was an instruction given to us as a safety measure. It's as if God was telling us, you have the creative ability to adapt and work outside of the natural order, but I've created you with a need to recharge. Be mindful of your need for rest. I have another verse, y'all. I'm just full of them today. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. It reads, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Needing rest is not a sign of weakness. Being tired is not failure. I want to reiterate that hard work and a good work ethic is admirable. But the mindset that rest is the enemy is toxic and your body and mind will suffer. I'm starting to realize that I prefer a slower, paced, softer way of living I've lived a life where I worked more than not. Worked two jobs at a time, left one job. And within that hour, change clothes, maybe eat and get there. I was always doing, doing, doing because I just I wanted to feel like I was doing something with my life. I didn't like having a lot of free time. But what I realized was I was actually avoiding a lot. I was refusing to face some of my biggest issues in life because I was just busy and I was going through hard times and I had a lot of inner turmoil, but I would have never known because I was working all the time, up and out all the time, never home. I could not have a free day. Like I always had to be doing something. My schedule always had to be full and I made sure that if my feet were on the ground, like I'm I'm doing something, going somewhere, hitting the ground, running every day. I did this for months. And I mean it felt good to be busy, but it felt awful when I was alone. And if you find yourself always needing to keep busy, ask yourself if there's something you're running from. And just remember that busy doesn't equal healing, and God was able to show me that. Though before God showed me that, my body suffered. I was sick all the time. And this is coming from a person who never went to the doctor. Like I was sick all the time more than i had ever been in my entire life and now that i've slowed down i see the benefits of living a life that isn't all about moving and like hustle and bustle for the people that just naturally have a drive to work and very type a i don't see an issue with that at all as long as your productivity isn't your idol and you make sure that you are taking care of yourself and allowing god to interject and course correct as much as needed so Miss social media. I believe that social media can be a wonderful tool to help people find their people, find their niche, and you can customize your page to see only what you're into. Your for you page is literally for you. It's what you like, what you like to do, what you're interested in. I met my husband through social media. I think when used in the right way, it can be such a positive and amazing thing, but I have witnessed firsthand the side effects of social media, whether intentionally or not, the narrative and outlook we have on things are so influenced by what we see and hear online. This is not everybody. I'm not saying if you have social media, everything I'm saying relates to you. This could be very niche. I could be talking to a very small handful of people, but I want the people to know that I see you. You're not alone in that. It's our human nature to be influenced and to follow the masses sometimes. And social media just gets the word around much faster. The issue I had with social media was that I was always concerned with how I was being perceived. It can be toxic. It just it automatically becomes a comparing game even without trying to be. Another way I struggled with being online is whenever I was feeling bad about myself, I would post, I don't know, a picture or something, and the likes and the comments were like quick gratification, just shots of like dopamine, and it would confirm Like, okay, I'm so cute, or like, okay, I'm still liked, or okay, I still matter, when deep down, I should know I matter. I should know that I'm loved, according to the word, and according to the people in my life who show that they care about me. But that was cold comfort online with millions of other people. I could only accept love in the form of likes and friends and followers. And it's so sad to say. It was just an easy, temporary fix to a much deeper issue but instead of addressing the issue inward, I reached outward into the world. So what would happen if the world didn't reassure me anymore? When the world stopped feeling my ego, then what? I was depending very heavily on social media to confirm my place in this world, and that was a horrible feeling. And... And it doesn't always have anything to do with social media. It could just be the mindset that I have and social media just amplifies it. It just, it seems so harmless because you just want to share your work and your hobbies and your life and your family and your friends and what you're doing to the world because you're proud of it. But somewhere, somehow the poison seeps in and it gets addictive and somehow it becomes an idol. And now nothing in your life is good enough because so-and-so has something better Or at least that's what it's being portrayed as. And then all of a sudden you're looking around at your life. You're like, what I have is not enough or not good enough. And you just start to kind of covet other people, other people's bodies, other people's relationships, other people's possessions. When we have really no idea if that's really what it is. But in the confines of that phone screen, that's the truth and that's real. Even when it's not. I would find myself always wanting the next thing. When I get this, I wanted that. When I got that, I wanted this now. And once I got it, the thrill of having it is gone. Man, on TikTok, it's the worst. There's always something being shoved in your face. Like, hey, you need this to be happy. This new thing came out. It'll make you prettier, skinnier, make your skin clearer. It'll help your whatever. Just the million ways they loop us into buying buy something that we've already bought 10 times in uh, 10 different forms already. That didn't work. Just consumer driven. Think of the last time you just had to have something and then you got it and how fast it took you to want something else or put something else in your online cart. And also the hours I would spend in the apps was embarrassing, but I would scroll for hours and have no idea where the time had gone. And that is valuable time I could have been spending with God or with my family. I want to be available and active in real life, not just online. I don't want to feel like I have to prove I'm having a good time or living a good life. I just want to do it in whatever way God wants me to live that life. Anyone who knows me, y'all know what I want. I want some land, some goats, some chickens, and a garden. And I think I'll be all right. Part of me wants that, but another part of me wants to stay very much plugged in. And like, I don't know. But either way, it's still my life and I don't have to prove it. And it's happening with or without documentation. And your life is happening. And life isn't always picture perfect. It's not wrong for you to choose what you want to share. online. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I just want to make sure that we don't make our online presence an idol. I would strongly urge people listening who struggle with like hustle mindset and always have to be busy doing something or they're worthless. And people who struggle with their identity outside of social media to do a social media fast. I do them every now and then. I'm actually doing one now. And I usually do it when I find myself relying a little bit too heavy on a screen to make me happy or to reassure me of something that I need to find from within with the Holy Spirit and in the Word. On these fasts, I notice that my inner thoughts are a lot more quiet, which is a miracle. And that's because I'm not stuffing my brain with hundreds of videos every hour. They're not even educational. They're just literally just entertainment for 10 seconds. And then I'm on to the next thing. Like, imagine how many videos you see if you just scroll for an hour. And that's why you have to be careful what you're exposing yourself to, because the subconscious is absorbing at all times. What you think is just harmless entertainment or just whatever, it's being stored somewhere. Nothing is mindless. That input goes somewhere. Number two, I'd recommend replacing the urge to scroll with uh, something educational or relaxing. Usually, whenever we want to turn to our phone and turn to social media, it's maybe because we just want to be entertained. So find something else that could be entertaining to you, like reading a book or like going for a jog or listen to an educational podcast. Number three, incorporate rest days into every week. There is so much that can go on in six days. Give yourself at least one day to recap, like let your soul catch up with your body. Allow God a chance to spend time with you and to allow his presence without all the noise and the chaos of the outside world. There could be something that he is needing to tell you and you could be missing it. I hope this bit of advice doesn't come off as tone deaf because I know that there are some people who feel as though like a rest day just won't work they can't just pencil in a day of rest maybe you take care of multiple people or you work multiple jobs please know that i'm not disregarding that fact i just want you to know that rest is not the enemy and it is needed for each person and god empowers us to do it when everything is said and done god is not going to pull your time card or your instagram followers if we think about how small we are on the bigger scale of things i think it would really shift some mindsets i know it does for me In the end, it really, truly does not matter. Not to sound gloom, but what we do here on this earth is just a blink in the eye of eternity. And when I start to really get in over my head, I just have to think like, none of this really, truly matters. And I just want to be wise with the short time that I've been given. There is nothing on this earth that will go with you. Focus on God and find fulfillment in his word. Ecclesiastes, my favorite book in the Bible right now, Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 2 says, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, 411, it reads, I made great works. I built houses and planted vineyards for myself. I made myself gardens and parks and planted in them all kinds of fruit trees. I made myself pools from which to water the forest of growing trees. I had also great possessions of herbs and flocks, more than any who had been before me in Jerusalem. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the treasure of kings. I became great and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem, and whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep them from. I kept my heart from no pleasure, and behold, all was vanity and striving after wind and there was nothing to be gained under the sun a relationship with god is incomparable to anything you can get here on earth i just really want us to begin to focus on the bigger picture and that is god and pleasing him and i just hope my message came across the way i, w- I wanted it to i could see myself revisiting the topics in the in the future but if you got nothing else, I just want you to know that rest is good for the body, the mind and the spirit. God empowers us to take breaks. You should find your identity in the word. And that's what I've been working on doing. Oh, and also three more episodes and then we're done with season one. It's been great. I think 10 episodes is, is like a good spot. Like it's not too much. It's not too little. It gives a catalog of episodes for someone to listen to and get a feel of what this podcast is thank you guys so much you can follow me on all my social medias we have instagram facebook and you can listen to this on spotify and apple podcast and yeah you catch me the next one bye